You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for today, Alan. And as we always do, we're going to get started with our grateful moment. Kelvin, what are you grateful for this week? Uh, this week, uh, I guess I'm simple. I'm grateful for my family. Um, everybody's everybody's still kicking. Everybody's still healthy. It's a lot of times, uh, you know, a lot of deaths I've seen over the past past few weeks, and I'm just happy for simple things like health and strength. So I'm happy for my family. Phil, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful for my daughter. Actually, my middle child. Basketball is back in my family. My oldest one retired with a, uh, you know, um, offer to play college ball, but she retired. But my middle, my last child, you know, she's back playing basketball and enjoys, you know, her playing and her AU game. This uh, tournament she played, they went one and two. She was only able to play two games, but, you know, she did okay for the first time playing with other girls. She generally played with co-ed and Alan knows my, my youngest one. So from birth, <laughs> so it was nice seeing her, you know, do other things defensively, block shots. And she fouled out the second game, the third game, actually. And the second game, she, two points, both games. I felt bad that she she did a nice little scoop layup on, you know, on the hand of the lay from the away from the defender and scooped it in and it rolled right out. And then she took a three-pointer and it rimmed right out. And then she kind of gave up like shooting. She just did other things. But I'm, you know, I'm excited for her. And I'm excited my oldest one came home. And my kids are healthy and my, you know, my wife is still loving and kind to me um, and my family and my siblings. So, and this, this, this group, um, all of us will contribute to this show. So I'm grateful for all that and life itself. So God is good. That's great. That's great. I am grateful for friendship. So this past weekend, my, my childhood friends, uh, they came in town Um we had like a bachelor, bachelorette, co-ed gathering and me and my boys, we got up for the first time in I want to say almost three, four years, like all four of us together since we're all scattered up and down the East Coast now. And it was just good just to have all of us get together. We know a few have families and a just us other two we just over here just kicking it so it was just good just to get up with my brothers and they know I always got their back and I always love them but let's go ahead and hop into our NBA episode um our first topic part-time Kyrie so as we know we assume Kyrie isn't vaccinated he's unable to play in games at home um, in Brooklyn and also the city of New York. And Steve Nash has come out and stated, uh, we understand, we recognize he's not going to be able to play any home games this year um, due to his uh, vaccination status. And we're going to have to move forward and just have to adjust as the season goes along. What type of impact do you believe this will have on the Nets moving forward for this season? Man, this is big time weird. Um, shout out to uh, Steve, Steve Nash, first of all, because he didn't pull a Doc Rivers, which is throwing your player under the bus. And, you know, I can appreciate that. 
Um, but Kyrie, you know, nobody pays him to play half the games. So if anything, Brooklyn, what they should do is try to trade him for a guy that's going to be able to play all the games, you know. At this point, Kyrie, uh, he hasn't done anything for your franchise in a substantial way where you just tied to him. Um, so, you know, if, I, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm trying to finesse a trade, try to figure that out because Kyrie obviously is not on the same page as New York City. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I'm not, I'm not mad at him for taking the stance at the same time, but it's not working for him or the organization. So I think they should part ways. Of course, the 76er would say that, where they have their own Ben issues. Listen, to me, this is perfect. Why? Kyrie is injury prone. This dude, out of his career, played out of 950 games, this dude missed 261 games, which is about 30% of his games. This is a perfect way to keep him healthy, keep him loose, and ready for the playoff, for the championship game. Everyone knows there's consequences for your decision. Young people, every decision has a consequence, you know. So what's the consequence, Phil? The consequence is that he's, he, he took a stand, right? right and right. he's going to miss game, right? In this situation, the consequences is Irvin is going to be ready for the playoff, right? He'll be ready so for the positive, playoff. So it's a positive for him? Is that it's always saying? positive for him. Uh, it's always positive in the Nets in Brooklyn. So you're paying that man to play half the game, basically. We've been every organization's been doing it. They did it for him every year. This dude paid thirty percent no, of his no. games. That's injury. He games. That's injury. Is he getting paid when he's injured? You know this. Do they get but paid when they you're injured? Supposed to get paid when you injured. Okay, that then. means you cannot play. But this time okay. you're choosing not to play. It's he's not difference. choosing. The rule Maybe. is the rule is he cannot play. As of now, LSM because he's not vaccinated. That's the decision right. he made. And the, and the rule in New York is you, if your employees got to be vaccinated, right? Correct. So he's choosing not to play because so he's choosing not to get vaccinated. He's choosing not to get vaccinated and he's dealing with the consequences, right? No, this, more than you is no consequence. There, there is consequence. I said there's consequence to everything. There is a consequence. The consequence is, is that he's going to be healthy and ready for the playoff. Here's That's the what I'm saying. Here's the issue with that. Now, the only the benefit for the Nets is the games that Kyrie misses out because of the local uh, mandates for those cities. They're not you're, he's not getting paid for that. So that's oh, one thing no. that they don't have to worry about. That's what I was saying. Wow, so I didn't know that, Alan. Yeah. That's even more crazy. So he's yeah. not he's not even getting paid his whole salary this year. Right. So wow. Like that was something that came out when that Andrew Wiggins thing came out. Now, you say he's going to be ready for the playoffs. My whole thing is this. Mm -hmm. How is he going to remain in basketball shape? He could remain to practice with the team because the way they practice is... I said basketball shape. Those are two different things. He's going to use use practice to keep him in shape. That's what you're going to have to do. That's not practice with the team. That's not you can't game practice speed. the team either, right? I thought, I thought the, so is, it's not game speed. So all those NBA players are not going to play no, game speed. They don't all play game speed. And plus, they don't even be practicing like that during the season. They say that now. They say that like the older players are like, yo, like these younger cats, mm-hmm. they was like the way the league is now, you're not practicing the exact as many practices as they had back then. Correct. Dude, like, I remember Kobe didn't even go to practice, dude. <laughs> exactly so i'm like i'm like for one 
don't don't let them uh, have a home court advantage in the East because he's not going to be able to play at home. Don't let him mm. <laughs> be able to play at home. Is that still an advantage, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all he has to do don't is show up. Don't let them have to play New York. Don't let them have to play New York in the playoffs because he's not going to play the whole series. He can't play the whole series. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's not the whole series. Out. It'll be no, they, they'll have. You literally can't play in Brooklyn or in New York. He can't play Madison Garden or at Barclays. Or so LA. Or Golden or State. Or LA, because LA oh, has added man. exactly LA. So <laughs> don't let don't let the Nets have to play the Lakers in the NBA finals because right. Kyrie is not going to be able to play. <laughs> he can't play the Nets with the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Gonna, he ain't gonna be able to play. Listen, these are wealthy people. Things things are gonna happen. Things are gonna change. I you I wish. believe it. I, I you wish. see, I'm not worried. Well, no, and I'm, I'm wrong. He, he will he will be able to play because he's a visitor He'll, player. Yeah, he, because he's a visitor, he will be able to play. But Thank still, you. you're only gonna get him for half the game. So what you're gonna do? You're gonna short. Basically, you gotta for. tank a little bit. You gotta tank a playoff seating just to be able to have him play for four games out of seven. <laughs> You're not doing that, man. You do what They're you need to do. That. Listen, all they need is Ky- Ky- Kevin Durant, big toe, kept them from the um, finals. I believe the same thing. Listen, they got Kevin Durant and James Harden. Everybody's supporting cash. Kyrie just puts them over the top. They'll be fine. They'll be celebrating at the end of the year still with that championship, and there's still time for him to become vaccinated or something. So there's time. As of now, the rule is at wh- what it is, but we will see what happens. I believe that I believe something's gonna happen to exemption or something like that. So I'm not worried. No worry. Kyrie, stay healthy. I mean, stay look, healthy. I mean, look. I mean, I'm not. I'm not too concerned because I feel like they have some other pieces on the bench that would be able to make up for Kyrie. It's just gonna be awkward that you have that inconsistency of him being on the road, and you're just gonna be familiar with him on the road, and then. Basically, when you're at home, you got to operate without him. It's just like... What's the difference from last season <laughs> and his whole career? Kyrie... The difference knew, is he's not a distraction. Played. He's a distraction now. That is a distraction for your locker room. And you got to answer questions the whole year about how it is with chemistry, how it is when he comes in sometimes. And he Only comes, when he they lose. Come time. I mean, listen, that's very It'll possible. Be fine. Plus, you got guys that's fragile on your team. That is we don't true. know if any of these guys is going to make it to the playoffs. You just like the Lakers. You just the younger Lakers over there. <laughs> They'll be fine. Don't worry. They'll be fine. I'm not worried. Kyrie will get his rest. He'll be ready. He'll be doing his zing thing. He'll be fine. I'm not worried. Spoken like a true bandwagoner. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Your team's the Knicks, bro. Cut the, Knicks, the Knicks is my love, my wife. And the Brooklyn is on my side chick, so I'm good. <laughs> it's my cockabine. <laughs> it's uh, my cockabine. <laughs> hold on. I'm just thinking about it. Kelvin wasn't on the episode. Kelvin, did you hear the last episode how Phil compared running backs to being concubines? <laughs> yo, yo, listen. I didn't I didn't get that last episode when Phil was talking that nonsense, man. Just give me can you just give me a little bit of this nonsense he spoke, man. I missed some of this nonsense last week. Yeah, man. That man, that man called Derek Henry a concubine. He was, like, he was like the lead, the lead treat the running backs. They just use them up until until they're done with you. And it's time to get that new contract. I'm like, 
I'm like, yo, there could have been plenty other words to utilize, but that is a concubine is just the word of choice. That's crazy. But speaking of other interesting things, um, Allen Iverson, I would say about a week ago, was had an interview with Bleacher Report with the lovely Taylor Rooks. Mm-hmm. And he said that he wanted to roll with the Sixers. I believe it was the, I'm not sure if he said the coaching staff or the organization, but I'm assuming it's probably oh, like coach. Organization. No, nah, not coach. I think organization. Well, I know he, knows, he don't want to coach. Right. But he wants some type of influence within the organization, which I would think was kind of interesting, but I'm not really sure what he would do. I feel like he should just be the Drake of the 70 sisters. You know what I'm saying? Like you're the influence, but you're a different type of influence. But I want to know you guys take on what type of role you think Allen Iverson should have within the 76ers organization. Whatever he wants. I'll let you get, um, Kelvin, I'll let you speak after since you're in the city, you live there, you know the heartbeat. For me, it's disrespect. Is truly disrespect. The 76ers should give him whatever role he wants other than coach, right? Give him a, 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 a director of personnel. Give him a, a, a assistant GM, something, something where he is part of organizations. When those young people, young people, young players come in, they see, they look up to him. They grew up watching him or seeing YouTube videos of him. They know of him. I believe if, if uh, Iverson had a, a significant role, he will be able to talk Ben Simmons out his this this situation and back in the building by now. So, hey, the same team that did the process and the process failed is the same team who continue to fail the people. I don't understand why you want to be a 76er fan. They all they do is fail, fail, fail. They have you running this this process that seems to be falling apart. Only two draft picks is left from this whole 30 year process. And, and and still have nothing to produce from it. So good luck, 76ers. All the best. Uh, and you're Joel Embiid, crying away, fade away, jumper, um, um, Kwame, not Kwame, <laughs> Kwame Leonard, rolling rim into the rim, playoff kicked out the out of the way. Are you done? Are, I mean, are you done? <laughs> no. This guy, man, and, this guy and that, this situation is... <laughs> Listen, man, listen, listen, listen. Back to Allen Iverson before he Phil finishes with this foolishness, man. Allen Iverson, I do partially agree with Phil, partially because he does he does he does deserve a role in the organization. Of course, I agree with that. But any role, my man Phil was just, you know, he was stretching it out a little bit. I feel like he should be like a team ambassador type role, um, somewhere where he does like the community activities and just represents the organization. And then he can be like that liaison type person, um, you know, big brother type role uh, for the new players, show them how to be, um, you know, he has a lot of experience, if anything, because AI has been in the league for so long, went through so many, so many different things. I feel like the organization um, hasn't reached out to him um, and he hasn't reached out to, to, out to them either. And I feel like since he made it public now, I feel like they will make a role for him in some capacity. But I, I don't think, um, you know, if you're the organization, you see how AI is just, you know, AI still has that image of being a kid almost. You know, you, you don't even get the vibe that he's trying to 
settle down into any type of role. So, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't get that type of vibe from AI. But since he says something about it, if they still don't do it, then I think it's a problem. Although I do think he be- he deserves a role, um, I feel like he just wants a role because of what he gave to the city. And to me, like, that's the main thing. Like, I do agree, like, he should have some sort of mentorship role within the organization um, to be able to help people like a Ben Simmons situation to give input like this. Like, I feel like just with this whole Ben Simmons situation, this could have been a situation to where AI can step in and have a talk with Ben. And I don't feel like at this particular point, I mean, even Elton Brand could have potentially been that guy because he's been a player. However, having such a guy with the stature of Allen Iverson can make a big difference for any type of player who walks within that organization because it's AI. He's the cultural icon. He's why everyone wears headbands, sleeves, all that. And that's the type of person that you would want to gain some sort of professional insight from because like Kelvin said, like AI been through it all in the league. So I just think that he should get some sort of role. Will it happen or not? Who knows? Um, But if it does, I hope they put him in a position that he will be successful in and he'll continue to prosper for. Now, moving on to our last topic, uh, there was a a situation that kind of, I guess you would say, shocked the sports world just a little bit. Uh, 18 former NBA players were involved in uh, a fraudulent health uh, situation. Like when you hear some of the names, like the ringleader of the whole uh, situation was Terrence Ross who was a New Jersey net. And then there was just a number of players. I know one of them was Darius Mouse, Sebastian Telfair, Melvin Eli, Shannon Brown, Alan Anderson, like in the list goes on and on. And so basically they were out here um, just basically just saying, filling out fake invoices for dental chiropractic uh, situations and everything like that. But luckily, everything has come back to where it's like, oh, they only owe $4 million or they're asking people to pay it back. Now, my whole thoughts is like, what do you guys take on? (laughs) My whole thing is, what do you think about Terrence? Uh, I I might be getting it wrong. Maybe it's Terrence Williams. I'm sorry. It's Terrence Williams. Like, what are your thoughts on like this whole scheme? Like, this is a different kind of scamming going on right now. Man, 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 this is embarrassing, especially seeing big baby um, Glenn Davis on it, Darius Miles. And the sad part is these guys made millions in the NBA. You know, um, they made some good money, you know, good money. And um, it's sad if they squandered it all. And, to, and, and just to go through this, I remember I had a situation in my own company where they, mid during my daughter, my middle child have her braces, the following year, they changed the policy for how much they cover for braces. And I had to fight with the um, Delta Dental. Then I had to fight with my company. They had to say, hey, they already approved. And because you changed the following year, you can't decrease it. 
and that was a headache. I, and then finally, I had to do my research, present, find old documents, show that they approve, you know, approve the uh, for the dentistry for, to occur prior to the change. And my daughter was granted the full amount. And that's a headache. And so could you imagine how much other players have to go through the stringers process just to get approval, to get work done and so forth? Now they have made it much harder for them. So this is embarrassing and, and it's sickening. Um, I don't know. I don't steal. I don't defraud. I actually do my taxes according to what you know, I'm allowed to do. Uh, so especially the, it's just sad. And now they have made it harder for other people. You know, could you imagine a player who who's, who, you know, had millions, but now have no more because bad money management or divorce, lost half their money, uh, uh, you know, child support alimony, and, and they need some dental work, and boom, they have to, they have to wait longer and, and situation occur, all because these 18 greedy guys they know of. I don't know how many other people, but know of. So it's sad and, and it's disheartening. And, and, and it's sad part that every single one of them are black. So that doesn't look good for us. And I have to remind people, when you're people of color, they look at your whole nationality. So no, we don't know any of these players, but guess what? We all look the same. So they all hold us accountable to the same degree, which is unfair. So come on, guys. I got to do better. I mean, sadly, what happens is a lot of times where these professional organizations um, the athletes, from an athlete perspective, they feel like, you know, the, app, the uh, organizations do them dirty. Um, they don't really have the best interest for them. You see it heavily in football. So a lot of times they, they figure, they kind of kind of justify those acts based on what they feel um, the league as an organization should do for them so a lot of times you know that's that's the mindset of these when you have these types of scandals like this um you know that doesn't justify what they did of course but you know from perspective from how a lot of them are going to argue this you know you know you have football players coming out even to this day and saying how you didn't take care of us by insurances this that and the third how you got over on us so professional athletes all talk so um you know when that when that type of thing happens you have some type of uh, distrust for the league and you do things like this, um, which is sad that I had to come to this. Um, I just feel bad, you know, it's a bad look for the league, it's a bad look for these individuals and their families and whatever they're doing outside um, right now, whatever their careers is. So, you know, it's a bad look, they're gonna pay for what they did. Uh, hopefully they all can pay the money back. Hopefully nobody has to go to jail. And I really don't have all the information to, to, to um, you know, to make a real um, assessment on what really happened because, you know, some, some people might come out and say, I didn't know that I was doing X, Y, and Z. So I don't want to paint everybody with the same brush right now. When more information come out about what this scandal was really about and what they really did and what they got to pay back because of what they did, then I'll probably comment a little bit more. Yeah, it's an it's a unfortunate situation because can't remember how long ago it was but when you think about uh that espn doc about how players go broke this is kind of what i think of immediately um uh, what come to mind like 
the dollars don't stretch the same way they used to. Some names I'm kind of surprised by um, because they have their own podcasts or they have other ventures that they are into. So it's kind of surprised me that it came to this. And I kind of wish Dion was here because then we can kind of get like that, uh, that, that lawyer perspective. Yeah, legal you know? professor. Yeah. Yeah. Like she would be perfect to be able to go into this a little bit more. And especially that this took place like throughout New York. So she kind of knows all the penal codes and everything like that and be able to give us that perspective. Um, but I mean, hopefully, surprisingly, it was only about four million. So I do know that a uh, number of the individuals are currently out um, on bail. Um, now I do I did read that the penalty could be up to twenty years in prison, but you know I mean if if they were able to do this and they still got money, they they might get like a lighter fine or whatever the case may be. So I think I just think that people just need to be just a little bit smarter when they need to do things, you know, because. I mean, it used to be one thing, but now like scammers are like the new the new thing now. And this has been going on for like a number of years, like realizing like how long like Terrence Williams and a lot of these individuals were in the league, like how long they were in the league. So hopefully everything can get cleared up and they can learn from this and not be the ones to be a repeat offender. But, you know, on a lighter note, We'll go ahead and just uh, have you guys look forward to next week. Next week is the beginning of the NBA season. So we're really going to go ahead and have our hey. predictions. Alan, one second, one second. Uh, yeah. for, the, for, for the folks leave us, one question, man. How we Did we talk about how we feel about Ben Simmons trying to come back to Philly now? Did we talk about that yet? Or we can we address uh, that for next week? Which one? We could address that right now let's, when let's they hear it. it. Let's let's do it now, actually, because I was gonna add it in, but you know we can talk <laughs> about it now. I'm coming home. I'm coming yeah. home for the money. See, I, that, the money. Come on, Alan. That's I'm why I'm home. at, man. Like it's it's come on, man. Like come on, man. Your heart is not there. Your pockets got hit. You didn't, you didn't see that money coming. You you know like you usually see it. That check come in the twenty five percent of your contract. And mm. things got lonely out there, man. Now you're working out. You're not working out no more with the pros no more. You're working out with the Joes because everybody in the, everybody reported the training camp, man. So your workout videos slowed up. So, you know, your <laughs> friends slowed up. Your workout videos slowed up. Now you want to show up. I ain't buying it, man. <laughs> I ain't buying it, man. You know, you might as well go play in the Australian League at this point, as far as I'm concerned, man. <laughs> like, like, you could, you could, uh, you, you need to have an apology t-shirt when you come back, man. Because we nobody's kissing you behind. Just just I'm just putting you on notice, brother. Hope somebody get this to you. Ben, Ben, Ben. You do what's right for you, man. The 76ers, once you come back, you come back. If you don't want to show up, don't show up. It's your life. You only have one life, man. One life. That city has dragged you through the dirt. They had a camp, the they had a whole. Everybody whole, in those countries dragging through the dirt. What are you talking the about? City you news, TV? newscaster, newscaster. Stephen Simmons, Ben Simmons leaving, and had you a, a picture of a garbage can flo- floating through the flood. That's so disgraceful. 
So you know what? I will come back. Now, I won't say fake an injury, but if you uh, happen to be hurt and get a doctor's note, go ahead. Get your money into the loyal field. Then you talking about how loyal you never frauded nothing in your life. I, that happened. I'm just. Fraud? I'm not telling, telling the fraud. Telling fraud. I did not say a fraud. I said nah. if you're hurt, let report you're hurt. If you're not, you're not. Report. Get your money and be patient and wait. And you need to get out Where that city. He's from? not a real one. You want to know why he's not a real one? Oh, Talk I'm really. It. Here's here's the issue. I have mm-hmm. actually I have a couple issues. The first issue was this. How did you realize that you weren't, you knew you weren't going to get paid. And then once that lump sum wasn't coming in because you weren't reporting to camp, what, who, who advised you not, who advised you to be like, oh, they still going to pay you. Uh, you don't got to show up. Like maybe the same person who advised uh, Noel, Noel, uh, Noel, Noel. That's, that's, that's my, that's, that's the first, that's my first issue. Right. You thinking, oh, if, as long as I don't play regular season games. I'm not getting paid, bro. You ain't mm-hmm. gonna. You you already said that you weren't even gonna come back. So why would we even like even attempt to pay you for not even coming back? Oh, I'm I can miss out on the money, bro. You're not a real one, bro. You're not like Le'Veon Bell, bro. Only <laughs> real ones are able to sit out for a whole season because they they know what they're gonna stand on and they're not gonna budge one one inch. And you already Bridge. folded. You folded. You folded. Not even a week into it, bro. You folded. <laughs> He's from Australia, man. Leave the man alone. Different culture. He man, just stood up for his right. It. Man, it ain't culture. It's <laughs> called principle, bro. He don't he have said, no I'm, principle. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. Psych. I'm just playing. I'm... <laughs> hey, what's, what's that song? <laughs> walk it like you talk it? Look, yeah. you, know, you know how you walk. We don't respect and we know, that. We, talk we, about we know all you is is talk. So, nah, man. He's, he's, he's going to have he's gonna have to get a, I was, you know, I've been holding back, but now he's going to have to get roasted by me, bro. Like, roasted. Yeah, so nah, mean to the man. I'm not mean. I'm being honest, bro. Like, there's can't look. You can't be nice to this dude. He's a grown man. Like, nah. Like, grown, you should, grown, you should go better. He, he's be nice. He's a better man. circle. He's the next LeBron James. Be nice. Man, nah, he needs a better circle because a better circle isn't gonna have you fumble the bag like that. He literally no. fumbled the bag. Can yeah, we, he like did. rich, like Rich Paul is the. Vi- I mean, he's like so new. He he he's putting himself on blast too as his new agent role. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's obviously he's not seasoned. And his biggest contract is probably Ben Simmons. So you know, he's like, yo, Ben, you can't mess up my money too much longer either. Because <laughs> Ben hey, don't yep. get paid, he don't get paid. <laughs> yep. I'm coming home. So 76ers accept him. And you're still not getting them littered. So just take him back and maybe he'll take two or three shots. You know, um, Todd Gibson took more three pointers than, so. than him. It's still gonna be better than the Knicks. So don't with, with all that distraction, <laughs> with all that distraction, I hope he comes back. <laughs> Joel gonna be giving him the side eye. <laughs> he can score a little Kimball Walker any day of the week, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he got a little, score- little Kimba on him. That's nice. Yeah, little Kimba, but guess what? We we got we got um we got um Foyer we got three pointers barrage we got we got defense we're gonna rough him up so we're not worried about little Ben 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 because we know he's not taking no jump shots so we're okay go ahead go ahead only one New York team we worried about bro cut it out (laughs) only one New York team we worried about. Only one? You better be worried about both of us. (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. Ben, uh, hurry up and come back. Hurry up. 
Get your money, young man. Get your money. Do what you want to do. This is a free country. We're America. Do what you want to do, man. Don't let these guys run come you back, out of town. Come back and do what you want to do. Which one is it? You, you got come back and do that. what you want to do. Get your money and do what you want to do. And fake an injury from the guy that never said nothing about fraud. In his life. I didn't say fake an injury. If you're hurt, I said. If you're hurt, get a doctor's where does, note. Where does hurt this from? man? This man where said get a doctor's from? note. Like he got to go. Like he got to go to the job when they got medical staff impressed. <laughs> 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 Feels crazy, boy. Ben, they they'll take you back with open heart, open arms. They they just they just mad upset. They just upset. Philadelphia fans are crazy. Not as bad as the Cowboys, but you know it is what it is. Well, on that note, this is another episode of A Lady and Seduce podcast. Don't forget to you know check us on our different platforms: Apple, Google, SoundCloud. We even on Facebook now. So, hey, make sure you check us on Facebook. But until next time, y'all, we out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and, that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.